Warning! This shot is not for little bitches, amigor. Sorry, if you a little baby, cry baby, bitch. This shot may not be for you, but you can also check us out on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the uh, Twitter, tweet, tweet, amigor, at uh, facebook.com slash justplainfilthy, uh, instagram.com slash filthymerch, and at JPF Podcast on the Twitter. They're still not for little bitches, but amigo, you have a brother out. Have a good night. So no head. Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. My name is Casey Campbell. I'm TJ Vegas, and this should be a humdinger of a show. Oh yeah, we got a two-man show going on tonight. Two-man band, baby! Baby! We are here, Um, we're gonna discuss some things about, like, the worst band ever. That's something we do, right? That's what we do? That's what we've been doing. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're, we're going to try to just get this whole thing done with because next episode is going to be September and yeah. we don't have too many bands left. I'm not going to spend a whole episode talking about the two final bands. So we're going to we're gonna do um, the third round to open the show, yeah. answer some questions, go on break, hit it with the semifinals, Talk some wrestling and blast you with the two shittiest bands of all time. Ah, uh-uh, gang, gang, what up? <laughs> we out here. Uh, how you been, Casey? I have been doing good. Um, still living that unemployed life, which gives me a lot of time to do things. Uh, but I don't do any of the things because I have anxiety. <laughs> I have all the time to do the stuff, but none of the stuff gets did. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly that. It's it's really okay. So you have a whole list of things to do. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna do wrestling promos. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit around and cut promos <laughs> all the time. You think I got this for no fucking reason? I'm holding a title belt, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say they they can't hear you. They can't see what you're holding up. Yeah, do you think I'm a, I'm a okay, fucking, so fucking loser? You got that for best promo, but we're about to give an award for shittiest band. Hell yeah, let's mock people. So, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> uh, number one. Number one. Uh, it's Bon Jovi versus Buck Cherry. Mm, fuck Bon Jovi. I, as much as it hurts me to say, I think Buck Cherry is shittier. Shit, we have a tie immediately. <laughs> okay, I, Tanya. Bon Jovi or Buck Cherry? Yeah. <laughs> Buck Cherry. Okay, so Buck Cherry moves on. Okay. And that and that was like against a band that I said was possibly the shittiest band ever. Mm. And then it came down to them versus Buck Cherry, and I was like, uh, damn, I can't even justify this. Sorry, Buck Cherry, but Ten Miles Wide by Escape the Fate can't save you this time. Oh. <laughs> um, next one. You're probably not going to think either of these bands are terrible. Ah, great. <laughs> I love them. It's the, e- it's the Eagles versus 21 Pilots. Mmm. Mmm. I think 21 Pilots is terrible. 21 Pilots is going to take it simply because how can you hate Hotel California? How? I don't know many other songs besides that, though. It's enough to save them. It's enough to save them. Yeah, okay. 21 Pilots advances. Shouldn't have been um, in this fucking next tournament one, to begin with. Blood on the Dance Floor versus Godsmack. Blood on the Dance Floor. Blood on the Dance Floor. Yeah, Godsmack, you guys got saved. Sorry, Voodoo is a banger, and uh, 
God smack God. Today, do not smack your God. Today, do not smack your God. Thank him because you got saved. Exactly. And uh, the last one from right now, Five Finger Death Punch Mm. versus Three Days Grace. Five Finger Death Punch. Yep, Five Finger Death Punch. Okay. One X is a fantastic album, and I'm going to say it until the fucking tournament is over. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, that was the quickest one right now. You know what? We can just say fuck the semi in the middle of the show. We'll do the semi right now, and we'll blast the finals later. Yeah. That was way too fast. Well, yeah. Um, Buck Cherry versus 21 Pilots. Fuck Cherry. Yeah, okay. Fuck Cherry. Um, Blood on the Dance Floor versus Five Finger Death Punch. Ah. Oh, no. Why couldn't this be a final? (laughs) Oh, that could have been the final. But no. uh, They could have. I hate to do this, but Blood on the Dance Floor. I'm sorry. All right, yeah, I'll agree with you. G- okay, so we Jesus have our Jesus Torres is a fucking monster, so... He was on my friend list for a little he's, while. I don't know how he a, got there. He's a kitty diddler. I didn't know his real name, and he yeah. added me on Facebook years ago. And then I deleted because he thought you were nine. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But, no, I deleted him because, like, I thought he was just, like, a fan that used his fucking, that used his own face as, like, you know, fucking, as the profile picture. So I was like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. People I know listen to Blood on the Dance Floor. It's not that bad. And then all that shit came out, and, like, people started using his real name. So I was like, oh, fuck no. Unfriend. Like. (laughs) If I ever find his Facebook, I'm just gonna, like, spam him with, like, Oh, videos gone. of Danny DeVito from um from uh, It's Always Sunny. It's just gonna be diddling kids. It's now fun diddling kids. Yeah, nah. See, I think he deleted it because I went to look for it. Yeah. Just to make sure. Fucking ass. He probably saw you post things about being a pedophile being bad, and he was like, "Ain't gonna have this negativity today." Oh. Delete. <laughs> you know he stopped wearing his wigs. <laughs> Those were wigs. Those were wigs. Those were not his real hair. He is bald. Oh, I was going to say, do you think he looks like one of those, like, super Italian dishwashers from, like, the restaurants? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. He looks like a couple... (laughs) He looks like a couple people that I've worked with before. So, he belongs in food service. Let's kick (sighs) him there. Okay, Casey, this is going to look a little weird on your screen because I'm going to have to get out of uh, this video thing so I can pull up the questions that we have. Hell yeah. Fuck around. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. So we have have a handful of questions. So let's just start with uh, Taylor Chadwick says... WWE just enforced a no-touching rule for the autograph and meet-and-greet events. What are your thoughts? I think I approve because too many creeps trying to grope the female wrestlers. I 100% agree. agree. 100% agree. You shouldn't be touching anybody that doesn't give you consent. Especially with that Sonya Deville thing going on. Exactly. You shouldn't be touching anybody that doesn't give you consent to touch them. That's just a fucking rule. That is a rule of life. Looking at some of these people, like, even if they got consent, I wouldn't let them touch me. Exactly. Well, And I would have to give that consent. I would immediately just be like, nope, never mind. Oop, I fucked up. (laughs) Say, oh, yeah, I forgot who you were and what your your whole thing is here, so never mind. No, you're going to have to go away, please. Exactly, exactly. Um... Jonah Fried, uh, Jonah from Inconvenience Store asked, hey. "What are your top five? What are your top five favorite horror movies?" Ooh, yeah. All right. I wrote mine down. I have, I have it already. You can go first. 
Okay. Um, number five for me is uh, Leprechaun Three in Las Vegas. Yes. That one's so good. They like end up with a malfunctioning sex robot, and he burns his genitals. It's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, no, I fucking um, love the Leprechaun series. Uh, number four would be Slither. Yeah, that's nice. There's just a part in that where it's like a really bladed, bloated lady in the barn, and she's just filled with like snakes and stuff. She's like, "I'm so hungry. I can't believe anybody could ever be so hungry." Yes, I love it. Um, Wishmaster Two makes number three. Yes, because. That moment where the guy's like, I just want to walk through these bars and be out of jail. He goes, your wish is my command. And then he just, and just forces him. his body through the bars and folds it up like an envelope on the other side. Yes. Oh, amazing. Wishmaster series um, is so fucking num- good. Yeah. And number two is uh, Night of the Living Dead. Of course. And number one, I don't even know if it's technically a horror, like a scary movie or a horror movie. Yeah. But it's uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That is a horror movie. It's B-horror, yeah. but it's horror. But, yeah, I love that movie so much. All right. So What are yours? Number five is uh, Leprechaun Part 4, In the Hood. Oh, uh, yeah. Simply because it's, it's fucking great. It's not... <laughs> it's a comedy horror, but it counts. Uh, number four, for me, for me would be uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two: Introduction of Jason. Uh, that's just my favorite series overall. Uh, number three, for me, is definitely uh, fucking uh, Wreck. It's a Spanish film. Uh, it's a zombie movie. It takes place. They're all quarantined in this one building uh if you don't um know that uh if it sounds familiar to you it's because they remade it in english in america and they called it quarantine uh number two for me is uh a nightmare on elm street part two uh mainly because it is a nightmare on elm street obviously freddy Krueger scares the shit out of me and it's LGBT friendly, as the writers of the movie have confirmed that the main character is gay, and it's been a long-standing fan fan theory. And uh, my number one uh, of all time is Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter with Tommy Jarvis, where he kills Jason. Hereditary should be on this list, but it isn't, because fuck you. Still really scary though. Probably the best. I've ever seen, but I have different lists for different types of shit. So I just, I just love slasher movies a lot more than I like psychological horror. Yeah, I don't really like many of the new horror thing because I feel like they remind they. Um, it's all like one fucking genre now. It's all like possessed item. Yeah, it's all possessed item. That's like most of their shit now. Exactly, and I can't get out with it. It's either that or it's like. Way too gory and detailed for the sake of being gory and detailed. There's, like, no plot behind it. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Originality is no longer a thing that exists. I mean, I would definitely recommend Hereditary because that shit is fucking wild. Yeah, if you like gore for the sake of gore, uh, Terrifier is up there. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm a big That's fan. Really of, I'm also a big fan of the Hellraiser films, and like you mentioned, the the Wishmaster series. Yeah, Wishmaster is my thing. I like that. Hell yeah! Next um, question. Next one. Yeah, um, Jack Egan says follow up. Um, he asked another question, but it was a giant thing, and I I don't have that question anymore. So. OG starter Pokemon, train, trade, and kill. Ooh. Is it work your way through the generations if you like? Um, I'm just going to go with the first three, I guess. Yeah, same. Um, I would say I like Bulbasaur a lot, so I'd probably train Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, oh, fuck, now I don't know. Damn it. Why couldn't it have been something easier like fuck, marry, kill? 
Because <laughs> I can say Squirtle's got that wet ass pussy. Get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me use hydro pump. Oh shit. Oh. Uh, it's oh, over party. I uh, have the dry ground. I guess because I already kind of said what I was gonna say. Um, I'll train Bulbasaur. I'll kill Charmander, and I'll trade Squirtle. Hmm. Hell yeah. Um, I would. Train... I'm not proud of my choices, but I already made my bed. I would train uh, Charmander. Uh, trade. Trade Bulbasaur and kill Squirtle. Simply, like, simply because I have nowhere else to put him. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, I don't have to worry about my house flooding because of Squirtle or anything like that. Hell and I don't yeah. want to burn things down because of Charmander. But I know it would be nice. Some fucking flowers. Flowers would be nice. <laughs> If you give somebody a Squirtle, though, in a trade, I mean, a Bulbasaur in a trade, though, are you technically giving them flowers? Is that a nice gesture? I believe it would be, yes. Okay, well, there we go. Hell yeah. Um, <coughs> I, I can't really answer this one because I don't know many of them, but uh, Jack also asked top five directors. Top five directors, huh? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go... Wes Craven, John Carpenter, um, Quentin Tarantino. That's three, right? That's three, yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking Hitchcock, and then my all-time favorite director is Stanley Kubrick. Ooh. Which is weird, because I didn't bring up The Shining during the horror movie conversation. <laughs> And The Shining is one of my favorite fucking movies. Hold on, I'm just, I'm just getting my stuff all set on my end. Mm -hmm. Feel free to keep talking about your favorite directors. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick is fucking amazing. And that's why he's number one. He's number one because he fucking sat there and did 127 takes until he got the shot that he wanted. He does not, well, did not, he didn't settle for less than absolute 100% top quality. And that's really what I admire about him. I have a book about Stanley Kubrick in my room that I am currently reading whenever I feel the desire to read. Uh simply because he was a very interesting man and he did not uh he did not settle for anything less than great. Also honorable mention Francis Ford okay. Coppola because I love The Godfather. I'm a movie guy. I it's my shit. Okay. Um the next one was uh top 5 favorite comedians. Top 5 favorite comedians, that's going to be harder. Um, I got I got that one. I can talk about that shit. Yeah, go for it. Um, my number five would be Jim Brewer. Ooh yeah. I would also tie that off with um. Uh, see, I was talking about him the other day, and I don't fucking remember his name. That's so dumb. <laughs> um, he he plays the the pigeon in Mike Tyson Mysteries. Oh, uh, Norm MacDonald. Yes, yes. No, I, I went like a whole day where I was just talking like Norm MacDonald. It was funny as fuck. Oh, yeah. But now I, I can't that. remember his name because I'm on the spot. Um, hey, that's what Number four would be Dave Chappelle. Yes. I mean, people say what they want about him, but that dude is a fucking mastermind when it comes to writing jokes and timing and all that stuff and very observational humor, and I love it. Hell, yeah. Um, number three would be Anthony Jeselnik, the king of dark comedy. You feel like you know where he's going, and then just sideswiped with something completely wrong and even more ridiculous. Hell yeah. Um, 
four would be you. I mean, uh, two would be Eugene Merman. Yes. Also known as uh, Gene from Bob's Burgers. Yes. I've been watching his stand up for ages, and I never get sick of it. And yeah. number one would be Kyle Kinane, the yes. voice of Comedy Central. Uh, he is really, really good. And even now, he's cleaned up his act a little bit. He's like trying to improve his life. I, his stuff hasn't dwindled at all. That's Just awesome. really solid comedy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, for me, uh, John Mulaney, uh, Greg Giraldo, George Carlin. Yeah. Um, fucking Dave Chappelle and my number one is also Kyle Kinane because he's just I don't laugh harder at any other comedian than when I'm listening to Kyle Kinane do what he do uh, <laughs> and he, it's just fucking relatable like he'll tell a story about being in his 20s and some shit and I'm like I've done that shit Sucks. Like, <laughs> and at, at the Chef scheme, they have a poster. It's Kyle Kinane as Win was Winnie the Pooh, and I love it. Yes, so good. <clears throat> um, and I can't really answer this because I know fucking Jack all about it, but you might. Yeah. Uh, Chad Cunningham says, "What are your thoughts on Dune? Are you excited? Will you see it if it isn't delayed?" Uh, Dune is very classic sci-fi. I will definitely make an attempt to see it. However, the last, like, four times they've tried to do Dune, uh, it hasn't been good. So, <laughs> do -do. we'll see. <laughs> and I believe that's all of our questions at this moment. Yes. So that leaves one more thing before we uh, go on to the wrestling, and that is a musical break. Hey! Who we got today? So this is one of the bands that uh, answered our um, question on a, a couple metal groups now. We we're asking for people to send us music if they haven't been featured yet, and we had a kind of a vague style we were going for. I was saying any hardcore metal, old school death metal styles that are interested in being featured on a podcast that's mainly pop culture and wrestling. We got a lot of people hitting us up, but this one is one of my favorites. A very old school death metal style to them. Uh, they're called Grave Witch, yeah. and the song's called Circle of Power. They just put out a music video on their YouTube, so check that out. And uh, yeah, fucking check it out. <laughs>
welcome back that was grave witch uh let's talk about some wrestling okay um nxt takeover 30 has been hyped up and it's looking pretty good there's been a little bit of changes here and there but overall looks like a great show um, yeah. It's going to be happening this Saturday alongside the uh, AEW Dynamite that got pushed over because of NBA. But they have six matches on their card for the NXT TakeOver, and they all look pretty good. So I have it right in front of me. I'm going to tell you guys what's going on. We can give who we think is going to win, and we're going to give our feedback and stuff like that. Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, the first match, I don't know if this is in order. It's just on Wikipedia. Uh, it's going to be the ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Keith Lee had both the North American Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship for NXT, but he gave up the NXT North American Championship in order for people on the lower card to have an opportunity so this is going to be vacated. Whoever wins this ladder match is the NXT North American champion. Let's go. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream. Huh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Damian Priest because I'm not totally... I would like... Okay. I'm I'm not totally convinced that uh, Dream is on anybody's good side yet. Yeah. In a perfect world, I would like Bronson Reed. Yeah. But I'd like everybody to be fucking blown away, and I'd like to see Cameron Grimes win it. Oh yeah, of course. Because he's going to take that NXT title straight to the moon. Yeah, fuck yeah. By the way, I can't. That's can like still a catchphrase of us now. That's awesome. By the way, I can still see you on our, our video feed, so we're good. Oh, cool. And you saw the whole point up to the sky thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Next match is going to be Dakota Kai. Yeah. Facing Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Ooh. Ooh, who's the current champion right now? Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Mm. You hate to see it. Because uh, I think Io Shirai is going to lose. I want Io Shirai to win. And I'm very confused with this. Because on Wikipedia, it says that Dakota Kai is going to be along with uh, Raquel Gonzalez. And Raquel Gonzalez hasn't been along the side of Dakota Kai in like a month now. <laughs> That's weird. So, I don't know if this is like a spoiler, like Raquel's going to come back and be the reason why Dakota Kai won. Or if this is just, they haven't updated that, and and they just put it with Raquel Gonzalez because that's what was happening. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I'm, I'm thinking Io Shirai. I don't think Dakota Kai has what it takes to be the champion yet. I don't know. I think you I think Dakota Kai has been pushed too heavily for her not to win. That's just my personal opinion. Personal opinion. Um, number three is a match that has very polarizing opinions on it. Mm -hmm. um, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Oh, uh, here we go. I cannot wait for this. Adam Cole! I've, I've been watching the NXT programs, and right now pat mcafee is probably the best non-wrestler thing that they've done ever in a long time uh, um i don't know if you saw it casey i might have put it something in our group chat but the last like event that they were both at besides the, this last nxt mm -hmm. and pat mcafee was at the, the announcer's booth and adam cole was standing ringside for a match with like the undisputed era 
and all you hear is just him belittling Adam Cole about how short and scrawny he is yeah, the whole yeah, entire yeah. match. I saw this. And then uh, Adam Cole comes back and goes, I'm standing 20 feet away. You know I can hear you, right? It's you need to shut your mouth and learn your place. And then he leaves and he goes, you're an angry little elf, aren't you? And they just go at him. And they go at it and they start like trying to throw punches and they get separated. And Pat McAfee just runs by and kicks him right in the head while he's yes. draped over the announce table and knocked him clean out. And all the medics had to go and look at Adam Cole. And Pat McAfee got kicked out of the arena. And it was just like, really sloppy, unprofessional place you got running here. And then just leaves. And then the gauntlet is thrown down. And last night on NXT, I mean, uh, Wednesday night on NXT, Pat McAfee cut one of the best non-wrestler promos I've seen on NXT and WWE in general in quite some time. So I'm very excited because I think we're all going to be very surprised. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty excited for NSC. I'm pretty excited for that match in particular. Uh, I think Adam Cole is going to go over because he's the the company guy. And yeah. Matt McAfee is an outsider. Makes sense. But could this be a thing where? Pat McAfee wins because he signed a contract with WWE to be a performer now. That's also a thing. That could be a thing. Because he he said he had interest, and he's at the performance center all the time. They could be training him. Shit. I don't know, man. It's always that something. It got my intrigue. I love it. I want to see it. Mm. Okay, um... Number four is Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee for the NXT Championship. Keith Lee. Karrion Cross is too new yeah. to take it from. Too new. Karrion Cross is a, a fucking wiener. I don't like him at all. His <laughs> entrance sucks. His character sucks. I like him as a person. I like him as a wrestler. But I don't like what they're doing with him in NXT. So Finally. with that, it's going to be a no from me, dog. Finally, somebody said it. Somebody said it. Overrated. Um, No, he's a good character. I just don't like what they're doing with him in here. I mean, I did enjoy him on the indies, but like that entrance, man. That entrance. The entrance is the one thing that pisses me off the most. That's it. Oh, look at, look at this entrance, pal. It's, it's, it's grand, and then we focus on the beautiful woman, and... Ah. Oh, we got a whole lot of flashing lights in red, and he's all oiled up, and he looks really angry, hence the heavy breathing. And he says, fall and pray. And then we have ring around the rosy lip sync hour. It's, in, it's insane. It's such good shit. Take 30 fucking years to do anything. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, next match. Oh, is going to be yeah. Brizango versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Legado de Fantasma of Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza. Triple threat tag team match for the number one contenders for the titles. Ooh, shit! This is weird because. None of these teams really have had that feel of like these are the guys. needing a championship. Cha- yeah, like yeah. if you look last year and stuff like that, it would be like um, Forgotten Sons versus uh, Heavy Machinery versus Under the Era. Oh, and yeah. now you look at this, we got Brizango versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus two jobbers that are just bodyguards for the Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah, no. If they do want... To, but they would have to build them as something other than fucking bodyguards, though. I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, they, I mean, I think they have had a couple matches, but I don't know for sure. I, I'm i going to say Brizango. Okay. If not, the bodyguards. I'm thinking Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. 
Yeah, if it's not if it's not Brisango, then it's gonna be the bodyguards. Okay. Yeah. And the last match of the night is uh, Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher one on one. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Timothy Thatcher, but via chicanery, as to not make <laughs> Finn look weak. I honestly have no idea who I want to win this one. Uh, I want Timothy Thatcher to win, but I think Finn Balor is going to win. I mean, I would say that if, if Thatcher wasn't fucking, like, really, 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 really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, that's NXT. Six matches. Uh, I think two, no, three titles are on the line and a number one contender spot. So that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. And with that, let's look at the SummerSlam card, which, looking at it right yeah, now... Yeah, I don't fucking remember what's on there. Doesn't fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. That's cool. I'm going to I'm gonna go up from the bottom. Uh, okay. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a hair versus hair match. In a who can get less stocked match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Sonya Deville loses. Yeah, it's a it's a hair versus hair match. Yep. Sonya Deville loses. I feel like she she doesn't care as much. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mandy Rose is keeping her hair. Yeah. And then uh, number seven, Braun Strowman versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, oh, for the Universal Championship. Wow. Oh, no, they're actually going to defend it. He's actually going to defend his title. Shit. If I'm not going to see anything new out of Braun Strowman, I'm giving this to Bray Wyatt. I want to say Bray. I really want to say Bray, but The Fiend is still undefeated. Uh, wait, the fiend is not undefeated it... because he lost to fucking Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna defeat the fiends, and then Goldberg's gonna come out and challenge him for the title. Goldberg might sign with AEW. That's the only problem with that. Goldberg still has uh, two matches a year until twenty twenty three. Oh shit! Never mind then. I've been reading too many yeah. fucking rumor pages. Uh, yeah, you gotta chill with the dirt sheets, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Braun Strowman because why would anything good happen on the main card? Uh, <laughs> bro, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. It might be a great match. It might, it might be have match. good storytelling. It's had great storytelling. It's up so far. So, I'm... Yeah. Uh, next is Bailey versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I say they're going to give it to Asuka just because. I feel like they're going to give this one to Asuka because I know it's coming up later in the night. Yep. And I have a feeling it's going to help out the with the story. <laughs> yeah. And then the next so one, for this one is Sasha Banks versus Asuka. And I'm saying Sasha Banks keeps that one. Sasha Banks keeps it and then rubs it in the face of Bailey that she got to defend her title yep. and the other one didn't. And then there's deception. Yep. Yep, yep. And then we have Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Dominic's got to go over. I'm, I'm so excited for this match. Oh, 100%. Storytelling has been beautiful. 100%. Uh, I think Dominic, but I feel like his dad's going to get involved. And cause him to so lose. it's gonna be well. I mean, technically, like his uncle, because I think uh, Rey Mysterio is not the dad. But um, <laughs> it's gonna good. Good looking out for Eddie's kid. <laughs> um, oh, it's boy. gonna it's gonna be uh, Seth Rollins gets the upper hand, but then Rey Mysterio comes out as a distraction, and then Dominic hits something as of a finisher and gets the one two three. Hell yeah. 
That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Apollo Crews versus MP MVP. I'm going to say Apollo Crews takes it. I think MVP finally beats Apollo Crews. That's... I mean, that could happen. But he's been running around... This is like their third match. I mean, it... it I mean, he's also been running around carrying the United States Championship. So he's uh, he's not going to fucking take it. it. At least that's my opinion. Um, okay. And the next one is Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Um, I could give less fucks uh, about this match, personally. Um, but I would rather see Drew McIntyre with the championship than Randy Orton. I would rather see McIntyre, but I do see Randy Orton with it. True. True, true. How are you going to have him beat up Ric Flair on, like, SmackDown or something and then not give him the push? Oh, and then he beat up Shawn Michaels on Raw. Yeah, so, like... You're beating up legends and stuff to go after this thing. You're going to expend your top guys that people still cheer for mm-hmm. and not give them a title? Exactly. And then uh, the last match on the list is the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel uh, Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team uh, Championships. Okay. Uh, I want... I feel like... I want Street Profits to keep it, but I also want Andrade and Angel to take it. I feel like that's going to happen. I, f- I feel like uh, Zelina Vega's group is going to have it. Oh, yeah. Um, and the SummerSlam is not going to be happening as the place that it's been happening at with the, with the Performance Center. Uh, I don't exactly know. Oh, you might have it on your phone. Um, uh, but they're—I don't know the venue, but it's—they're dubbing it the Thunderdome right now. Uh, this is the idea that I had when the fucking <laughs> shit started. I said, "Have the audience <laughs> live stream their faces for WrestleMania." I said it four months ago. Oh. It took him four months to figure out the most obvious solution on the planet. How many people do you think we're going to have beating off on camera? (laughs) We'll find out after SmackDown airs tonight, now won't we? (laughs) Looks like I'm going to have to get a subscription for Sunday night. (laughs) I gotta be that one. Just dress up like Joey Taylor! Dress up. Do it. <laughs> Joey Just Taylor. make eye contact with the camera for a whole, like, four hours. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Joey Taylor on WWE television. Just hold, just hold up a sign to my big cartel as I'm staring into the camera. Yes. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, if they're going to call it the Thunderdome, don't you think they should book, like, the uh, ghost of uh, Whitney, of Tina Turner? Yeah, one hundred percent. They is should. She dead? Or, or am I thinking Whitney Houston? You well, I know she's Whitney, dead, but you're thinking of Whitney Houston. I also think Tina Turner is dead. If she's not dead, uh, sorry, but <laughs> shout out to Tina Turner, the ghost of Tina Turner. She ain't dead, but for when she died, because I know that's coming up. <laughs> Shouts out Tom Hardy, who is uh, Mad Max. Uh, he wasn't Mad Max in that movie, but in my head he is because I fucking hate Mel Gibson. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's gonna come up and it's gonna be like, welcome to the Thunderdome. And it's gonna be a whole bunch of puppets. And Too so it's gonna be like, uh, Funhouse lettering. It's gonna say the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. And it's gonna be an awesome time. And Braun Strowman's gonna come out and punch, uh, Huskus the pig boy right in the face. And tear off the vulture's head, and they're gonna have a match, and they're gonna be like, "This one's for my puppets," and they're yes. gonna lay into each other for like five minutes. Two and puppets enter. One puppet power leave. Slams. 
Yes. It's going to be 27 power slams and one mandible claw. And that's all we're going to get. And we're going to like it. Of course we are. Why wouldn't we? WWE can do no wrong. I don't like it. <laughs> Greats are good. All right. Fuck. Um, but with that comes the moment you've all been waiting for. The worst band ever. Spoiler alert. I know who it is already because why wouldn't it be? I'm pretty sure we're on the same link, but yeah. <laughs> is it Buck Cherry or is it Blood on the Dance Floor? Blood on the Spoiler Dance Floor. It's Blood on the Dance Floor. Fuck pedophilia. At least I can say that Crazy Bitch is a song that I know from Buck Cherry. Yeah. I can't sing along to any Blood on the Dance Floor song. Nope. I know like a snippet because of Vine. Uh, uh, yep, that one. I only know the one where it's like that drunk guy singing to his TV. He's like, because I'm under your spell. Uh, and that's all I know. Yep. I don't know what song it is. I don't know any other words. I know that one part. Yeah, that's it. So with <laughs> that, fuck you, Blood on the Dance Floor. You are the worst band ever. My hair There's is probably way other ones. Devil Daddy should have been put in there, but we didn't think of that. I mean, he sparked the whole conversation, so uh, he would have won, probably. Maybe. If it came down to Devil Daddy and Blood on the Dance Floor, I, well, I don't fucking know. If, if you we call yourself Devil Daddy, you touch kids. Thing, Sorry. <laughs> if we took pedophilia completely out and just focused on the music, I have no idea who would have won. But if we're looking at, like, band as a whole, Blood on the Dance Floor is far worse. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a toss-up, because I'm 90% sure if you call yourself Devil Daddy, you touch kids, so. <laughs> yeah, probably. Wait, is that my first one? Well, you know nice! <laughs> <laughs> first, first border race for Casey. Hell yeah! Um, but you know who doesn't touch kids? Hell yeah! Our last band that we're gonna play for you tonight, straight out of Florida. These motherfuckers are super tight with us. They're great bands, and they just put out something, I think, today? Or it might be in a couple days, through Slam Worldwide on YouTube. Uh, their name is Heavy Hitter, and this is their song hand out. Have a good night, everybody. I don't give a fuck.
You call me your fucking brother, your fucking friend I'll put you right into the fucking end